0: between News Source 1 Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia, Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash.
1: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, October the 10th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. For some in Hurricane Ravaged Southwest Florida recovery has been relatively quick. However, as of Saturday, there were still some sixty nine thousand reported power outages and thousands more displaced people.
2: Businesses are opening back up and families are slowly continuing to make their way back to their homes or what remains when they arrive. Along with power restoration, access to clean water and basic needs are still issues that state emergency managers are hoping to fix quickly. Groups such as the Florida AFL CIO have banded together with other unions across the state to help out. Operations manager Helen Parker says they used to provide financial support but quickly realized after one storm to the next that financials are only nice if you can use them
3: so instead of giving out financial gift cards of of small value we are now transporting we have ice a semi-truck of ice coming down uh stuff that people can use on the ground now food water
2: Parker says the public can still help to keep those trucks full in support of working families impacted by the storm by sending donations to ActionNetwork.org. According to the governor's office, the state has provided more than 13 million meals, 47 million bottles of water, and 2.2 million gallons of fuel to those in need. As of Saturday, FloridaDisasterFund.org has raised more than $40 million to help those impacted
1: by the storm. I'm Tramiel Gomes. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and advocates in Iowa are especially alarmed about what comes up in a few weeks as a proposed gun rights amendment
4: on the November ballot. It's a question of whether strict scrutiny language should be added to Iowa's Constitution in establishing the right to keep and bear arms. Opponents say it would make it easier to overturn common-sense gun laws including one that prohibits someone convicted of a misdemeanor domestic violence offense or who is subject to a protective order from having a firearm. Lindsey Pingle of the Iowa Coalition Against Domestic Violence says these individuals should not possess a gun.
5: It doesn't necessarily have to mean that the firearm even has to be used to cause harm. A person who harms might never fire that weapon at their victim, but they might use it to terrorize them.
4: She says that includes pointing it at the victim or threatening to kill themselves. I'm Mike Mowen.
1: Now from CNN, Russian President Vladimir Putin will hold an operational meeting of his security council today, just two days after a massive explosion on a key strategic bridge to laced Crimea in Russia. This is PNS. Congress must pass the 2023 Farm Bill before the end of the year. A measure that not only impacts farming, but also what's on our plates.
0: The Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association has a vision of a future where local food nourishes communities and agricultural practices protect the environment. Christine Hughes is a member of OFA's Policy Steering Committee. She says policies promoting soil health through methods such as cover crops and diverse crop rotations will build a more resilient food system.
6: These kind of techniques are needed to be spread further than just the people that are doing certified organic production. And also the farmers, they can't really carry this responsibility on their own. They need policies and resources that will encourage these kinds of practices.
0: OFA's members throughout Ohio have developed five key priorities for the 2023 Farm Bill. Mary Sherman reporting.
1: Droughts, flooding, extreme heat and storms are among the challenges faced by farmers throughout the U.S. And a new affordable housing development is coming to Lake Placid, an area facing a workforce housing crisis in New York. Fawn Valley, with six homes and
7: 16 townhomes, comes at a time when much of the area's regular housing stock has become short-term rentals. That may benefit vacationers, but workers can't find affordable housing nearby. A 2020 report found the Lake Placid community needs over 1,500 workforce and affordable housing units. Steve Sama, with Homestead Development, Fawn Valley's builder, says this project should make a dent in the crisis.
1: We feel it's really important that essential workers are able to buy a house or buy a townhouse, own their own home in the place where they work. We're dedicating four townhouses to the school district staffing and four townhouses to the local hospital for their staffing as well. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. Finally, Eric Kleonoff lets us know a Montana district council has struck down three election laws that would have created voting barriers weeks before the midterm elections.
8: Two of those laws presented especially high hurdles to Native Americans in the state. That includes a law that got rid of Election Day voter registration and another that banned third-party ballot collection. Jacqueline DeLeon is staff attorney with the Native American Rights Fund, which represented plaintiffs in this case. She says Judge Michael Moses found evidence that the legislature intentionally discriminated against folks who rely on Election Day registration, such as indigenous communities and students.
6: It's pretty disturbing that the legislature went ahead and passed these laws despite the known impacts on Native Americans.
8: The lawsuit was brought by Western Native Voice and Tribes in Montana, including the Blackfeet Nation and Northern Cheyenne Tribe.
1: This is Mike Clifford and thank you for starting your week with Public News Service. Member endless who supported heard at Great Radio Stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at PublicNewsservice.org.
8: Greetings and welcome to Roaring Light for your Columbus or Indigenous Peoples Day Monday. My name is Kevin and I am in for Olivia today. We have a special interview show lined up. Station manager Keith will be speaking towards the end of our podcast with Lila Fair about a unique two stores in one building business in Doegic, Michigan. It also happens to be Michiana's exclusive amateur radio or ham radio outlet. Be aware that some banks will be closed today and there will be no mail delivered. Before we get started with music, we want to tell you that today we will be restarting our Ukraine War Report podcasts, which will focus on the 2022 nuclear crisis. That will post today. Well, let's get to the weather and then get you going with music, Elevated danger for field fires Tuesday and elevated risk for field fires will develop Tuesday, with warm weather and dry conditions prevailing. By Tuesday afternoon, south winds will become breezy at 15 to 25 mph, with gusts to 30 mph, greatly increasing the risk for spreading fires, as minimum relative humidity levels drop to between 30 and 40%. Pronounced drying will continue with numerous fields becoming very dry, increasing fire potential with any ignition. This fire potential includes unharvested crop fields that have dried out, as well as areas of dry grass and dead brush. Outdoor burning is not recommended. Any fires that are able to start will likely spread rapidly and likely become out of control. Detailed forecast Columbus or Indigenous Peoples Day sunny, with a high near 71. South wind 5 to 10 mph. Tonight mostly clear, with a low around 47. South wind around 5 mph. Tuesday a 30% chance of showers after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny, with a high near 73. South wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 25 miles per hour.
9: Claiming of majesty you are glory
5: For a new place to get some treats or desserts, you can head over to Lee Macaroon located at 503 South Main Street in downtown Elkhart. While you're downtown Elkhart, you can check out some of the other local small businesses. Hope you enjoy or get a chance to head over and support Lee Macaroons. Take care and have a wonderful day. Is a Halloween minder. Please keep in mind, the child who is grabbing more than one piece of candy might have poor fine motor skills. The child who does not say trick or treat or thank you might be nonverbal. The child who looks disappointed when you see your bowl might have an allergy. The child who isn't wearing a costume might have sensory processing disorder or autism. The person who looks too old to be trick or treating might be developmentally delayed. Please be accepting, patient, and kind. Looking for something do, to do in Cass County? Now here is something just for you. They will be having their Harvest Fest 2022 on October 22nd. And there will be a trunk entry. it will take place at the Dr. T.K. Lawless Park located at 15122 Monkey Run Street in Vandula, Michigan. The mission for this event will be one canned good per person or a dollar per person or a donation of pet supply to Cass County Animal Control. This will take place from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. with the trunk or treat happening from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Some of the activities will be a family fun trail, an inflatable activity, choo choo ride, a hayride, face painting, zip line, a costume contest, and a bonfire. And there will be free pumpkins to kids tenant under while supplies last a much, much more. There will also be some delicious concessions available for purchase. And they are sending a special shout out to Cass County Sheriff Department, Mountain Division, and Dussel's Farm Market. For more information, you can contact Cass County Parks Director, Scott Wayman, at 269-445-4456. And this is sponsored by Cass County Parks Department, the Friends of Cass County Parks, Cass County for Age, and Michiana Jeep Club. This is for the people who live in Napanee. If you are looking for something fun to do, you can attend this free event called Trail and Treats, and it will be a celebration of paths, art, and community, and they are welcoming donations. And this will take place on Saturday, October 29th from 6 8 p.m. You can park in the Softball Diamonds parking lot at the entrance to McCormick Creek Golf Course, and that is just off of Kenry Road 7 at 300 Thomason Drive. And you can join the volunteers of the Napanee Arts Council, Napanee Park Department, and City Napanee as they celebrate the opening of the new bike and walking trail, complete lights and plenty of art along the way. Some of the activities will include our family activities will be trick or treating, glow in the dark scavenger hunt, where's Waldo search, flashlight walk through the woods, Elkhart Symphony section. Scout, Cabin Open House and Campfire, Nature Walk Open House, and there will be over 100 sculptures to enjoy. Some of the family treats that will be there include Halloween candy, pretty Catery Macaroons, Miller's Orchard Cider, Napanee Bakery Cookies, Dutch kernel Popcorn, and Main Street Roast, Roasters Cafe. And this will be a fun-filled free family event. Take care and hope you get a chance to enjoy some of the new additions to Napanee, Indiana. Looking for ways to volunteer? Here is another volunteering opportunity for you and the family. The Elkhart Vimeo Center is looking for people to help make a milk jug ghost. And this will happen on Saturday, October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. All of the supplies will be provided, as well as some tasty snacks and cider. Coming up, another trunk or treat. This time, it is being put on by St. Paul's United Methodist Church. And they are located at 405 West Beardsley Avenue in Elkhart, Indiana. And this will take place on Saturday, October 29th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Hope you get a chance to stop by St. Paul's and participate in their trunk or treat. Looking for ways you can give back to the community? We're here at something just for you on Saturday, October 8th. Dem Spencer Boys Sweet Lemonade Presents, A Give Back for the Homeless, and that will take place from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at 1108 Benham Avenue in Elka, Indiana. To volunteer in order to make a donation, you can contact Ashley Spencer at 574-338-2366. And she's asking everyone to come out and enjoy some free coffee, donuts, and pizza while getting items you can use for the winter. They will have available gently used clothes, coats, shoes, boots, personal hygiene hygiene ad, ad items, and this will be a first-come, first-served basis. Take care.
10: All of my pride All my defenses Come crashing down Breaking pretenses There's no faking now Nowhere left to hide Standing exposed Hearing your presence Clearing my thoughts Lost in your essence Heart is shaking now Changing from the inside And it's hard to believe that I give you the glory, no longer a slave You change my story, I can't go back Even if I try So when I feel undone, darkness surrounds me I know where to run, because you have found me I know I am saved, sheltered by the Most High new
3: My shame Counted as lost Buried deep In the depths of the sea A crown of righteousness He gave to me Sing hallelujah Yeah our Lord is to please you. So cover me with grace so sweet. So when I see you, you will well flesh to overcome this mind of Christ to wash the relief from this weight of sin not mine to hold this yoke I care I let it go, sing hallelujah.
5: A prayer that was on Paul FM. The other serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to stop beating myself up for not doing things perfectly, the courage to forgive myself because I am working on doing better, and the wisdom to know that you already love me just the way I am. Take care.
4: A man who lost his legs in a botched abortion is now a champion swimmer. This is truth itself. Ernie Gabalon is a fighter. A 30-year-old champion swimmer made a name for himself after competing in the 2016 paralympics and becoming the first filipino gold medalist at the asian paragames in 2018 he also competed in the 2021 paralympics in tokyo and carried his country's flag in the closing ceremony but ernie's first win came in 1991 when he survived an attempted abortion that left him with no legs and an underdeveloped left arm ernie joked in a 2014 interview I must have been a good swimmer, even in my mother's womb, because I survived the abortion. I just swam. Ernie's mother sought an abortion in an attempt to hide her pregnancy. He survived, though his troubles weren't over yet. His father abandoned him, and when he was just five months old, his mother died of cholera. Ernie's grandparents welcomed him into their home. Growing up wasn't easy, though, and he endured bullying and ridicule for his appearance. His life changed when a businessman noticed him and persuaded his grandfather to send him to a center for youth with disabilities when he was nine. It was there that he discovered his love of water and swimming. A swimming coach saw Ernie's desire to swim and invited him to join his swim team for persons with disabilities. In an interview, he said, there's a purpose for us in this world, he stressed, we need to be fighters in life. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says we've been called to train 3,000 untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He said so far we have less than 1,000 who are still waiting for training this year. Pray that we reach this goal. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country.
10: With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at the Arctic Circle Assembly that will be taking place later this week in the Icelandic capital Reykjavik. It will see thousands of delegates and other observers gathering for an annual event that is taking on increasing global importance as climate change impacts the Arctic Circle. Four million people live there, most of them indigenous, but the melting of the glaciers and the warming of the waters may eventually open the Arctic up to the rest of the world in ways that were once unimaginable. Bob McMahon is with the New York-based Council on Foreign
4: Relations. Is the Arctic under some sort of threat to be an arena of military conflict? A lot of experts say that's still a low possibility, but there have also been reports of Russia violating airspace of countries in the Arctic, including Finland, which is untapped to be a NATO member. So there's concern about a whole host of issues. Russia and Ukraine, as in many other fora, looms large, but there are also a lot of issues that are on the agenda that could still get some meaningful discussion, whether it's commerce, whether it's the environment, resource exploitation and exploration. Again, though, Russia looms large. More than 50% of Arctic coastline is in Russian territory.
10: Top-level representatives at the Assembly will come from a variety of countries, including the US, Canada and the Nordic nations, with security, climate change, indigenous rights and technology on the agenda.
11: With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Women, girls and students protesting in Iran. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Protests by women, schoolgirls and university students are gaining in momentum in Iran. The uprisings began following the death of 22-year-old Mahsa Amini on the 16th of September at the hands of Iran's morality police. She became an instant martyr after she took off her headscarf and showed her hair in public. Her death ignited a whole series of demonstrations throughout Iran. Hundreds of thousands of women have replicated Ms Amini's actions to openly send a message to Iran's leaders. They took off their headscarves en masse in the streets, on buses and in schools. Many burnt their hair coverings and cut their hair in public. They have marched in the streets chanting their rallying cry of women, life, freedom. The latest uprising in Iran is the result of decades of pent-up fury at Iran's regime. Women are tired of being forced to cover their hair. It became obligatory in April 1983 for them to do so. Punishments for violating this law range from financial penalties to imprisonment. The death of 16-year-old Nika Shakarami last week has further fueled the intensity of the protests. Hundreds more have died in the past month at the hands of the authorities. An Iranian professor said hair coverings were the tip of the iceberg. She said, There's a lot of compulsion in Iranian culture and so the demand is freedom. The current protests are engaging students who are ready to live life freely. They're done with death and grief and morning.
3: I've been a fool on the radio I've been singing down below I've been chasing every line Play the fool to me
7: Everybody, this is Joe Walsh. One thing I do when I'm not playing rock and roll is get on the air as an amateur radio operator. Also called ham radio, is a communication service provided by ordinary people just like you and me. Ham radio operators are everywhere in your city, your area, your neighborhood, in any country you go to. We have a national emergency communication system in place. 247365 In case of natural or man-made disasters, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, you name it. we're there. Find out more about amateur radio at ARRl.org/ What is Ham radio? See you on the air.
0: And welcome back to Roaring Light for Monday. We're focusing on different businesses in the community. And Sylvia Stark talked to the folks and showed off the folks at La Macron on Saturday. So get a chance to see her video and uh, listen to her talking about this brand-new French pastry place in Elkhart on Michiana 101, the Saturday edition. We're talking to Lila Fair. Um, they, her and her husband, David, have two shops in DeWajack. One is called Somewhere in Time, and David ha- is a ham radio operator. Actually, both are. Um, and he has the Michiana ham radio exclusive store with a unique name called Hamsters. And so we're talking to the missus here, talking to Lila fair about both of the stores so say hi to everybody this morning hello all right we're recording this Saturday but playing this on uh, Monday so tell us about the two stores somewhere
6: in time and hamsters okay well the idea actually uh, started with my husband he always wanted to have a ham radio shop okay and uh but he had seen one where there was just a corner where the wife got to do crafts and, and other things. Okay. Uh, and so when we uh, were looking at spaces, this space naturally divided itself in half. Uh-huh. And uh, we both are interested in antiques and collectibles. All right. Uh, so instead of crafts, which I'm not so good at, <laughs> we decided to focus on antiques and collectibles in part of the store. And then the other part of the store is ham radio, new and used equipment. Okay. Uh, which is what he always wanted to do. And our, our theory is a lot of times if you have a ham radio operator, the spouse sometimes is not. Right. And so this gives them some place to uh, hang uh, out. She and if you will. Exactly, dork. exactly. So your ham operator has more time to look at the, the ham exactly. equipment. Exactly. And also the spouse has something, you know, to do and to enjoy. <laughs> and it also gives us a chance to talk and meet couples. Uh, sure who are, like us, both ham operators. Okay. Uh, so um, it's just developed over the years. We've been here about 10 years. All right. And we don't do a lot of advertising because ham radio is kind of a niche market. And antiques and collectibles, our stock changes so much. It's not sure. like you can advertise certain things that are always going to be here. All right. But, um, but yeah, we've really enjoyed being in the community and meeting different ham operators and Sweet. different collectors and antiques fans, uh, uh, over the years. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a real, real great opportunity. And it's also been a ministry because people walk in and, you know, we get to talk to people, get to meet people and know them. And, uh, we have some, uh, you know, friends from church and friends from around that, uh, you know, we have certain opportunities to minister, as well as as oh, just run a business. So it's it's been a fantastic opportunity.
0: And so how long have you and David been ham radio operators? And give us your call signs.
6: Okay. Uh, David, N9QID, uh-huh. has been a, a ham operator for, I think, over 30 years. Wow. Um, I got my ham license about 10 years ago, about when we opened the store, and okay. I'm N9QIF. Aha. Uh-huh. And in between is our son, who is N9QID, or, or yeah, QIE. Okay. So we were just all in a row. Yeah. yeah obviously. David got his call sign and, and Joseph and I got vanity signs so that we would be there you in go. a row. But alphabetical. Uh, yeah, but but you know it's kind of a family hobby, so uh-huh. that's been good too. And so
0: how can someone get into the hobby of amateur radio? I mean, a lot of folks are quite concerned about, you know, oh, are we gonna be having a war with the Russians or with the North Koreans, China, and yeah. powers can be out? So talk to us about getting into the hobby and the benefits of the hobby.
6: It's a wonderful hobby, and especially not just uh, for fear of, like, war, but, you know, like in Florida. Anytime there's a natural disaster, a mm-hmm. hurricane, um, blizzard, uh, tornado... If your lines of communication are down, uh, ham radios can operate on batteries at very low voltage, very Mm -hmm. low power, and you can still get out and communicate with people and at least let people know that you're okay, Uh um, let them know what your needs are, what your resources, you know, that you have or the resources that you need. Now, to get involved in it, it's a little bit different than... Uh, like CB radio, Mm -hmm. um, because you do need to be licensed, but there are lots of different places where you can take Hammond A classes or you can get study guides. Uh, there are online sample tests that you can take. And then there are lots of places where you can go online and see where they're giving the tests. Sure. My husband, in fact, is, is a, is a tester. Oh, okay. He's an EO, um, an EV operator. Um, EV tester. Um, so anyway, uh, they will have different times uh, lined up where people can take the test. And if you pass the test, uh, I think it's $15 for the test. Well, it used to be. I think it's $35 for the test. But once you get tested, and you get your license. Those are good for 10 years. And if you renew your license before the 10 years is up, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay again. So it's, it's very easy to get licensed and get involved and the radios because we sell both new and used used radios uh you know tend to be well depending on what kind of radio you're going for you can get one for you know like 50 or 80 dollars you can get one that's 500 dollars but then you're, you're all set
0: and I know I have some of the Chinese-based radios that are are like even cheaper yeah, down to they 30, are. 35.
6: Yes, that's true. And it really doesn't take a, a huge radio uh, to, get, to get out and communicate. Sure. And if you want to get a bigger radio that does a lot more. But uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's useful in a lot of ways, not just in emergencies. But mm-hmm. we have a lot of ham operators who help with 5 and 10K runs. Or bike races. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can help with some of the, you know, making sure that people are safe, making sure that everybody finishes the sure. race. Um, there are a lot of people who use them for weather spotting. Yes. Um, and so there are just a lot, and, and a lot of people do contesting and make contacts all around the world.
0: Okay. And so focusing now going from the back side of the store to the front store, tell us about Somewhere in Time. Uh,
6: Somewhere in Time is uh, a name that tries to encapsulate what we're really going for. It's somewhere, so we have things from all around the world. Okay. And in time, so we have things from different time periods. So we have everything from antiques to retro items. We have, like, old video games, um, but we also have traditional antiques. Nice. Um, older, you know, dolls and tools and, and things like that. Okay. We also um, carry a line of local um, maple syrup, honey, hmm. uh, and, and local products. Um, from nearby Michigan and so we just have a little bit of everything um, and uh, hopefully we, we try to keep the prices low for some of the used and retro items. Some of the antiques are a little more pricey but it uh, depends on what people are into, what they collect, what they uh, what they enjoy. We have used books, we have used dishes <laughs> you nice. know, uh But the only thing we don't sell is uh, used clothing Okay but, um, But there are other places, you know, around that that do that, and that's just... And furniture, we don't do a lot with furniture. But decorative items and glassware, um, holiday decorations, things like that. Yeah, if you're looking for something that's a little unusual, a little different, unique, one of a kind, uh, that's what we have.
0: Okay, and so how can folks find the store online or reach you or find the... What's the address? Give us all that information. Okay,
6: our physical address is 113... 113 Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, Dwajak, Michigan. Okay. And it's not too hard to find. We're not on the main drag, which is Front Street, but we're right around the corner from the post office in Okay. Dwajack. So if you GPS us or if you know where you know the downtown is, we're not too hard to find. Online you can find us at hamsters.com, but it's ham com. Okay. And that will give you uh, a list of the... That's mostly the hamsters part of the store. Okay. Um, but we're also on Facebook under hamsters. Oh, okay. uh, And somewhere in time, and you can find some pictures of things that we have here, and uh, you can always leave a, us a message at either of those locations. And then our phone number. Yes, that's the people, most important. Yes, if people want to call. It's 574-333-4990. And one more time, I always like to ask. Yes. 574 three 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 four nine nine zero all right great so that, those are three ways you can find us
0: all right and uh, so we've been talking to lila fair from somewhere in time and hamsters about this unique dual business in downtown dwajak michigan it is uh, Michigan's exclusive amateur radio outlet now we also have the uh, CB outlet for Michiana at CB Specialist there on Lincoln Way going outside um, just to the east, about a mile uh, or so east of the South Bend Regional Airport. But uh, come on down here, learn about the hobby, check out this great antique store. We like to share those places. And it's across from this really neat uh, mural, real painted kids uh, activities. Uh, we have a slide.
6: It actually tells the story of the orphan train. Really? Um, yeah. Dwajak was the very first stop in the orphan train. Uh, they had a 75-year history of bringing orphans and abandoned children from the cities along the East Coast. Oh my into the Midwest and then farther west so that they could find homes and, and get a new life and a new start in life.
0: Interesting.
6: So this, this uh, mural celebrates that we were the first stop in 1854.
0: All right, excellent. So there you have it. So a little bit of extra history in Michigan. Did not even know that. So well, well, that wraps up my time for this community segment for Monday for Roaring Light. Let's go ahead and wrap up the podcast with Sylvia for her Monday devotional.
5: Have you ever wanted something that you can't have or... Something that you needed but just can't let go of. Sometimes we are just like that. We all need Jesus to set a fire down in our soul. that We can't contain that we can't control. Because we need more of him daily. And not often do we fall short of God's glory. But we often forget that we do need him. We need him more and more every day. The simple words of set of fire repeat itself over and over again. And that reminds us that we are to set a fire down in our soul. That we can't contain, that we can't control because we need more of him. We all need more of Jesus daily. There is no such thing as a perfect person. People may think they're perfect, but they're not. We all have some dark secret in our lives that nobody knows nothing about. We all fall short of God's glory. Sometimes we fall down the wrong path, but we know that Jesus will pull us back in at his timing. We know the devil is there creeping in, trying to tear us down, but we all know. You may know who Jesus is, but you may not have fully accepted him into your life. You may know Jesus, and still walk the dark path and still face some temptations. I believe that everyone knows some shape or form of Jesus. In some shape or form you all know who he is. Whether it's a friend telling you about Jesus, whether you're walking by a church, every state has a church that you can be part of. In different religions, practice different things. But we all are under the same umbrella. God created us in his own image. He created us for who we are, not who others want us to be. You are not some invisible person that God does not want. He is waiting for everybody to take that step and enter the pearly gates. And sometimes, sometimes there are some of us who do go into a defying furnace. But you're not going to know if you're going to find your furnace. You're not going to know. You're not going to know when it's your last few lives if you made it. But you will know if you follow Jesus where you're going. I always say, if you know where you're going in the end of your life, there's nothing worth more. If you know you're going to go to heaven, live a life that's pleasing to God. But you may slip and fall back. We all slip and fall back to no perfect. And all they got to do is turn around and ask God to forgive your sins. And he will forgive your sins. There is sometimes we know what we should be doing, but we still do the wrong thing. There are times where we know that we should be following the Lord, but we fall short of his glory. Let us remember that God is in control, and he wants more of you. You may feel like the world is crumbling, but it's sometimes the world is crumbling. But if you know your Lord and Savior, what else could you want? You have everything that you ever could imagine, even when the world is crumbling. The strongest Jesus followers could be some of the weakest, You don't know what someone is going through until you walk in their shoes. So if you are somebody that is struggling as a Christian, God understands. If you are somebody that needs to write the Lord into your heart, he's waiting for you. He's waiting for the day that his hundreds of thousands of kids will be able to rejoin heaven. Heaven's got many, many rooms and lots, lots of food for all of us to fit in. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, be with the listeners near, far, and wherever they're listening in on. Help them to know that Jesus is in control and that he needs us. Give them the understanding that they are created in God's image. image. They're created in God's image. We pray that you walk beside the ones who are struggling, the ones who need to know who you are. We also pray for the people who claim to be perfect, but they're actually not. We know that you are walk beside us in this trials and tribulations. We pray that you give everyone a blessed week and help them realize who you are. In these names I pray,
1: amen.